Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, into episode 263 of the Get Around podcast, right? Am I? God, I, I forgot. We're in a hurry today because we have a lot to cover, and we've got guests coming in, unknown guests. We don't know who they are yet at this time, uh, but they're coming from the uh, Kingsley Varsity football team, the Stags. A couple of Stags are going to be showing up here in the Get Around podcast studio. Uh, yeah, welcome into episode... Anyone checking it? 263? Yes? Episode 263 of the Get Around 263. Podcast. 263. All right, 263 of the Get Around Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Queeley, who should know these things and doesn't, but he's got a million different things on his mind, and so now he's talking about himself in the third person. <laughs> Welcome into the show, man. ladies and gentlemen. James Cook, Jordan Puente, uh, here on a busy, busy Monday, uh, the day before Halloween. So much going on. Before we get into the question of the week, I just want to say how close it was to having, if the Detroit Tigers were any good and somehow made the World Series this year, it would have been a Detroit sports autumnal equinox. Because you have the Lions playing, you have the Pistons playing, you have the Red Wings playing, and if the Tigers were in the World Series, it would have been an all-Detroit autumnal sports equinox this is only the 30th one of these because we have all four major sports going today uh which is which is pretty cool i always love Mm -hmm. those kind of days very exciting so there's so much going on not only outside but inside the studio uh halloween is tomorrow as well uh james i think i know your answer to our question of the week already since it's your costume every single year (laughs) <laughs> uh, but what is slash was your Halloween costume, if you were going to have a Halloween costume this year? Usually you go as the dude from the Big Lebowski. <laughs> I've, done, I've, done it, I've done it multiple times, yeah. Okay. Just because I've, I've got the bathrobe and the wig and the wig and the sunglasses. And you drink white Russians. And, yeah, and the shorts. Responsibly, the shorts, again, legal responsibly. and responsibly, everyone. i got to make sure <laughs> yeah. I mention that every time we talk about booze on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, oh, when yeah. I did, I, I wore that, I think. No, it wasn't that one that I wore on on air with Harrison, it was um, Brockmeyer. Oh, yeah. He wouldn't let me bring the whiskey glass. I had an empty whiskey glass that I was just carrying around because Brockmeyer always drinks whiskey. And they wouldn't let me go on TV. I did Ted Lasso two years ago. Holding a whiskey glass. uh, On uh, on, uh, the Jimmy John Sports Corner. Oh, geez. Speaking of Jimmy John's, (laughs) let's hear a word from our sponsor before we get farther into this conversation. Before we forget. This episode of the Get Around is brought to you by Jimmy John's and their two locations here in Traverse City. At Jimmy John's, there are freaks about fresh bread, meats, and veggies because that means better sandwiches for all. Freaky fresh, freaky fast, Jimmy John's. Freak yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, like I said, question of the week. What is, was your Halloween costume idea for this year? Uh, James had done Brockmire. I was saying that I had done... Uh, Ted Lasso a couple of years ago, shaved my beard for the first time in, like, years and had just the mustache. Uh, I, I, I looked I, – I, I was Whoa. stopped on the – it was great. I was stopped on the street. People took pictures with me because I looked so much like him. It was, it was fantastic. You pulled off Negan pretty well that one year. I did. That just popped up on my memories today. Uh, that picture of uh, – yeah, I had a bat. I wrapped it in chicken wire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a leather jacket. Bought oh, a red cool. scarf from the men's warehouse. That's cool. Uh, still have it. Yeah. Nice. That's, That's I. That was and that was uh, when Walking Dead was both good and uh, popular. And still popular. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So, uh, what was your uh, what were your ideas this year? Uh, well, with my long hair being very very long, I'm talking. Your long about hair is long. Very long. Mm. I have to use long multiple times. I need a haircut. So too. I'm talking to my shoulder blades. Okay. I would have done a hippie. That would have been the most easiest right. go-to bandana, hippie like, the vest, the brown vest. I well, my hair was. You gotta long. go bell bottoms, right? Yep, yep, okay. the whole nine. Uh, a couple of years ago, I came up on my memories of Halloween costumes. I was a hippie, literally, and it just came up on my memory like. Oh, I could probably pull that off again. Like my hair's much longer than it once was in this photo, so that's definitely the go-to. It's nice. easy. It's kind of easy to grab. It gets a last minute. What were you doing this year, James? Uh, or, or did you? I figured I was working, so I really didn't come up with one this year. Okay. You didn't year, go. So. You did no Halloween parties this year. Well, I was working on Saturday. Yeah, me so, too. I yeah. know. That's why I was like, that's why I put in idea because like we're all so busy, none of us could go anywhere and do anything fun. At this time of the year, my plan was to go as Dale from Step Brothers. Yes, uh, with the af- wig. Yeah, after they had their fight, he's wearing the shirt with the Converse sh- shoes on it, right? He's and so I bought like red sweatpants because he was. I think he was wearing red sweatpants. Uh, that dumb shirt I bought. It was like twelve bucks on Amazon. Uh, I went and bought uh, uh, an ice pack, one of those breakable ice packs, and I was gonna wrap my head. And so I was, but now I've got it saved for next year. So I, I, I already that's know epic. my. That's an epic. That's you're ahead of time. The Step Brothers is, it's a that's 15 a, year old movie at this my point. My favorite movie of all time. So I was like, oh, that's a good Halloween costume. That's that'll be easy enough to piece together. Oh yeah. And I'll be able to wear sweatpants. My my goal every year is to have a costume where I can wear sweatpants. Good call. And a hoodie. I did that with Ted Lasso. Correct. Uh, last year, um, I just had a, a tie dye jumpsuit that oh, i nice. wore heck yeah uh and that was really comfortable because when you're you, you want to be comfortable be. on halloween you ought to be halloween's on a thursday next year on a thursday wow it's always so dangerous thursday's it's always a, almost a party night it's always dangerous when it's on like a, a saturday thursday or friday or friday Ooh. yeah it is oh that is a dangerous that's, that's a dangerous I remember, night i remember those days that so all right uh do we even have time to do this? Yeah, let's let's do this. And maybe we'll just do three picks. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. I was going to so say. Good call. With, the, uh, with Halloween being tomorrow, today, yesterday, whenever you're listening to this podcast, um, uh, last year, who knows? Uh, I'm sure you're listening to a... Don't look at my list. Don't look at my list. I'm literally James just is, looking at James the screen. Was All you got to do is just like type in who best... <laughs> best Halloween movie or horror movie villains of all time, and then you just pick that. You have Google do your work for you. I haven't done any research on this yet. So we're gonna do it. We're gonna do a, a quick horror movie villain snake draft. Uh, this is James's idea, and I really oh, like James. it. Uh, and if we didn't have guests coming in, this would be the guest portion. We would just take the whole time and, and do this. Uh, but we do have a couple of Kingsley. Well, we, well, we don't know who they are. We don't. So, <laughs> maybe, so maybe we don't. maybe we just Let's, insurance. Should we guess? Should we do a quick guess uh, on who we think it's going to be? Um, Eli yeah. Graves and Gavin Merchant. Those are no, my two mine. picks. I was going to say Gavin Merchant and Max Gothels. I was okay. going to say Eli Graves, right. and the last one is up in the air. Okay. He, right. made, he said maybe three, two to three. So wow. it could be those three. <laughs> I don't have enough microphones. <laughs> I still, I got to, yeah, I got to. I got to buy us new equipment for the podcast room. All right, so we are doing a horror movie villain snake draft. You build your best horror movie villain faction. And we can do three, four, five picks, whatever you guys want to do. 
Um, so I am right now thinking of a number between 1 and 20. James, what am I thinking of? 12. Jordan, what am I thinking of? 16. Oh, 17. All right, so you get the first pick. Uh, Jordan, now you do that to us to figure out which one gets the second pick. You're thinking so of a, 1 through 20? Yeah, yeah. What okay. number? You're thinking of a number? Yeah. All right, uh, 13. 10. Okay, so I get the uh, nice. I get picks three and four. I'll take that. All right, uh, Jordan, you get the first pick in our horror movie villain draft. I feel like the listeners are probably like, "Dude, slow down. It's okay. Take a breather. You don't, you don't need to. You don't need to get through all of it at once." So, all right, uh, first pick in the horror movie villain snake draft. Oh, uh, give me Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter. Okay. Yeah. All that right. Terrifying, dude. All right. I, I like Thank that. You. I like that. I hit him on my list. But I got Mel Kuyper. I'm going to say that's a reach. <laughs> the first round. Silence of the Lambs, bro. I mean, well, I mean, he uh, is. He's very evil, obviously. Very smart. So, uh, uh, you know, if you're if you're building a faction, that's a good leader to have. A good one right there. Yeah, he can make plans. Oh yeah. Oh, to cut oh, people's yeah. faces off and wear them. I, I had him. I had him eighth. I had him. I had him eighth on my uh, on your draft board? on my draft board. <laughs> All right, James. Who are you picking? Uh, I'm gonna go with the the obvious. I think in uh, Michael Myers. Very nice. All right, Austin Powers. You're taking him, right? Uh, Is that what you're doing? Oh no, well, from Halloween. Too. Got that it. Too. I get it. He's all right. Uh, any thoughts on that, or just because my, this makes I, my my two picks super watching, easy? Watching the those Halloween movies when I was a kid, man. I've, for a little while, that messed me up. Yes, it those were it, so scary. I always it was one as, of my as a kid. Fa- it was one of my Ooh. favorite. It's still one of my favorite movies to watch on Halloween. It's such a good on Halloween. That that first one. It's such a good one to watch mm-hmm. on Halloween. Really yeah, is. and I think the reason why it was so scary is because like you know I I would go watch like. Friday the Thirteenth, all these things, and like stuff like that didn't phase me because it was like set in a specific location, you know, like at a camp. You're like, I'm not going to Chris, Camp Crystal I'm not, Lake. I'm not going to I'm Camp Crystal going Lake. There, so it's fine. Michael Myers went right into people's houses. Going, I'm not going to Beulah. I am yeah. not doing that. Yeah, Michael Myers yeah, went yeah, right into people's houses. Yeah, that's terrifying. Well, this is easy. Yeah. I'm going because it's going to go right back to you, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees. All right, I know they fought in the past, but I'm going to have those two guys team up. For I me. See what you just did there. All right, oh. so I'm taking Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees as my top two picks. James, it goes back to you. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Pinhead. Oh, from Hellraiser. From the Hellraiser wow. movies. Nice. Wow. Okay. Oh, I've never had that there. All right. Jordan, you got two picks. Yeah, I am going to go with two picks, right? Yep. Uh, I'm going to go Pennywise. Oh, that was... Okay. Anyone? I may pronounce this name wrong, but if I get it right, I, I'm forever going to love myself. The Xenomorphous... The Xenomorphs? Xenomorphs? There we go. Yeah. Okay. From Alien? Okay. Oh, all right. All right. There's some scary people, dude. Sweet. Okay. It's, it's like Monsters, Inc. Don't go through that so door. So you've got how many picks now? Three? Yes. Okay, uh, James, this is your last pick, unless this, we're going to go more around. La- this is my last pick. It's up to you. If, if, we, if we go, We're going pretty quick, but uh, I'm just going to go with zombies. You're just going to get... You're just, just going to take all, all, the, all, the, all the zombies. Because they, they, they don't have names, so it's not like I can take one particular one. I like that. I like that. It's just, wow. 
Okay. Okay. All right. I like that. Then I am just going to stay with the uh, the teen slasher movies, and I'm going to take Ghostface there from the go. Scream franchise. Okay. I figured that would go. He would go somewhere. Like, uh, I I don't know. I feel really happy. I have Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, and Ghostface as my as my three. I almost like Chucky. I kind of yeah. yeah that, that's the highest yeah. rated on my list. Left Chucky. That's the one who's falling. It's the one who's falling. If you're uh, wasn't picked. I almost said Chucky. Yep. Okay. Jack Torrance was another one. Crazy guy. Right. Yeah. He wasn't. Uh, the Shining. Okay. Oh, you could have the twins. Do we do we want to take uh, <laughs> do we want to take a coach? Well, you've got a coach already. You've got a coach player in Hannibal Lecter. Oh yeah, I already got so. one. Right. <laughs> okay. I mean, if you think about I it, I like it. But you got. If you think about it, you got Michael Myers, Pinhead, and zombies. Pinhead so and zombies, zombies is the army. Okay. Yeah, Pinhead would be he the he would be the boss. I think Pinhead would be. And the boss. you got. I got Pennywise. I got Hannibal Lecter and Zen- oh, my the Xenomorphs. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, no one picked Leatherface. Yep. Nope. No one picked Dracula or nope. Frankenstein or, or Chuck the Wolf or Chucky. Man. No creeper. one picked Chucky. Oh, the Creeper. The but Creeper seriously. from Jeepers Creepers. Oh, man. According to IGN, I got two of the top three in Freddy Krueger and uh, Jason Voorhees. Attaboy, man. So I'll take that. Attaboy. Very good. All right, hey, uh, loyal and lovely Audible viewers, let us know who you think are some of the top horror movie villains of all time in the comments, either on uh, Twitter, <laughs> X, whatever it's called now, Facebook. <laughs> Uh, on the in the comments uh, on the Record Eagle website, I'm sure that's still easy to use. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, all right, a couple left on my list though. Yeah, I had the Shark and Jaws. Okay. Call. The Worms from Tremors. Oh, I think I mean both of those. Like you only have. Those are well, horror movies, but they're not specifically Halloween movies. Yeah, yeah. but like if you're so. if you're building a faction, right? If I just have to be out of the water to beat Jaws. Yeah. And yeah. I just have to not be in the desert to be the mm-hmm. worms mm-hmm. and tremors. But that gets two more areas of earth. So, yeah, if you get both of those on your team. Just boxing then, you in. Then you've just covered. boxing you in. Yeah, you've covered it. Yeah. Wow. Um, yep. And then the kids from the Children of the Corn. I wish we had more time on this because this would be. <laughs> There's so much more strategy. James has put into play for so this. much thought into this, and I really wish we had. Yeah, the zombies. That's just like. That's, yeah, that's. He's, he's just really thinking. Like, and the trucks from Maximum Overdrive. I'll take I'll take Christine then. Give me Christine mm-hmm. if we're gonna take Haunted. Yeah, I had cars. I had I had the ha- the house from. Uh, where was it? Uh, Haunting of Hill House. Just The Exorcist. Oh, or, okay. You know, Reagan, where, where the house was. Yeah. Okay. Or not? Wow. Uh, the Amityville Horror. Oh, the Amityville so, yeah. Horror. Okay, yeah. that would be good. Yeah. Nice. I like this. Okay, you guys. I think we've talked about this, but yeah, we we uh, I I watched last night. Um, went over to Harrison BB Seven and Four Sports Director. We watched a couple of horror movies. We did. We watched uh, the VHS. Have you guys watched any of those? Why did that? Wait. We watched the second one. I've never seen the first one. I've Wait, never seen yeah, any VHS. of them. I've they're heard like, of the movie. They're, like yeah. fo- they're like found footage things. Yeah. And they're really, yeah, they're yeah. really, really messed up. It really um, is messed up. And like. The the one that I thought was actually pretty, pretty cool was, it, it, the, wow. the movie is like five shorts yeah. basically. Yeah. So it's like an extended Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, but oh, it's right. like gruesome and gory and bloody and stuff like that. One of them was they showed from the point of view of a person being attacked by a zombie and then turning into a zombie. 
So you get like the zombie point of view. He was riding a bike, and so he had his GoPro on, and that was that was actually a pretty cool kind of uh, plot twist, mm-hmm. which I thought was which I thought was good. Okay, this episode of the Get Around Podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Jimmy John's. Let's hear one more word from them before we get into the area code game. This episode of the Get Around is brought to you by Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's has two locations here in Traverse City: Freaky Fresh, Freaky Fast, Jimmy John's. Freak yeah. Yeah. All right, area code game. Uh, answer for 263, and the guess is for 264. Uh, I wrote it down somewhere for 263. Oh. James, you had New York City. Jordan, you had Mount Hood. Oh, yeah. For uh, the, the Overlook Hotel, right? Yep. I, I had Springfield for the Simpsons. I totally So area was. code 263, United States, is in fact. No way. Uh, it is North American numbering Montreal. Wow. Anyone get Canada? Well, New York. Quebec. Montreal, New York. I know it's like the ways. Oregon. Yeah, so it looks like 263 is Quebec. Quebec? So that's got to be you again. (laughs) Two straight weeks? Three. I think this is three in a row. You got Pawnee. Oh, yeah, for India. You got, you got the right one. I think you won last <laughs> week, too. That's right, why I'm, I'm not yeah, trying. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, no, maybe it is just two in a row. I don't know. It doesn't matter. All right, guess is for 264. <coughs> God bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Uh, uh, I got mine. I'll start. Uh, okay. Obviously, I quickly changed it. I had uh, one already, and I quickly changed it. Uh, I'm going to back to New York for the simple reasons, because... I grew up watching Friends, and obviously the news oh. that had happened That's with Matthew nice. Perry, it's very kind of touched home for me. Uh, Friends got me through a lot. I, when I say a lot, I mean the ups and downs. So uh, I, I'm not trying to make things emotional for the listeners or for people here, but yeah, it, it was pretty deep when I found out the news just because I'm kind of similar to the, the character Chandler. So it's kind of it's pretty surreal. So I just hopped on and started watching Friends again. So... I'm going Friends for New York. Nice. I like that. Yeah, Friends is one of my go-tos. Yes. Uh, I, I've seen every single episode multiple times. So, all right. Yeah, help me get through college. So without yeah, that, I, I don't know how I would have got through it. I, I had stayed off of the internet and social media Saturday night, um, one, because of work, and two, because there was wrestling on that I couldn't watch and didn't want spoiled. And then I, I think once I got back online at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, I was oh, like, yeah. oh, man. Yeah. I had no idea. No. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. All right, Buzzkill Jordan. Um, <laughs> I, like I said, I wasn't James, to... James, your pick? Uh, I'm going to go back to the Halloween horror movie theme and take Granger, Texas, which is where the house is located in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Which one? First one? Second one? Are we going original? Are we the, going new way? It's the house that they used in the 2000s, both 2000s remakes. Okay, so we're talking okay. about the one that I grew up on. And I had already revealed my pick last week. I'm going to take the fictional Haddonfield, Illinois. Yep. And just take Illinois. Yep. So, all right. Um, cool. Very good. All right, let's move on now that we have taken care of that business. And we took care of a lot of business in less than 20 minutes. Yeah, we're doing good. Boys, we're moves. that was 19 <laughs> minutes. That was that was efficient, good content that we just created for our, our lovely and loyal Audible viewers. So let's uh, move into the Pulse uh, this week. Uh, 
We're going to be talking a lot of football. Let's get our week one reactions. I'm going to run down the results for us. It was a rough week for our teams. Uh, we had 17 in the running, and only seven made it through the first round. We lost 10 teams. Uh, we had Saginaw Heritage beat Traverse City Central 62-7. to Charlevoix beat Traverse City St. Francis 31-7. to Manistee topped Lake City 44-6. to Kingsley whooped up on Mason County Central 61-12. to Gaylord beat Bay City Western to remain undefeated 28-8. to Petoskey went up to Marquette and got a win on the road 26-7. to uh, McBain beat Houghton Lake 46-6. Gladstone beat Boyne City 28-7. My underdog sleeper pick of Grayling unfortunately lost, but they put up a good fight. Lost to Nagani uh, 47-34. Iron Mountain, like I figured they would, beat Glen Lake 57-6. Uh, again, showing why they have not allowed much this way in the uh, in terms of points and have scored a bunch every single week. Beale City beat up on Frankfurt 42-7. to Ishpeming beat East Jordan 20-6. to uh, Menominee beat Benzie Central 50-14. to Inland Lakes won 22-6 over Lincoln Alcona. And then St. Ignace beat Central Lake 38-14. So. it's a lot. First uh, question, what was the biggest surprise win or loss for you uh, out of those results? Uh, Petowski. Petowski going up and, and beating Marquette. Yeah, it's a far drive. Like, you got to factor in the travel. I mean, I know it's it's a long, long drive. For them to come away with a win, it's pretty big. It says a lot. I would think so. I mean, traveling is far. Traveling is hard to do and to stay locked in and focused for that duration of the call ahead. For them to come away with a win speaks a high volume of Petowski, so good on them. James, are you going to go East Jordan since you saw him lose? Yeah. Kind of, but, I mean, after learning that, that uh, Logan Schucks was out and all the other injuries that they had, it's it's not that big of a surprise. Um, I mean, Logan Schucks is their running back, their leading tackler at linebacker, um, and they had, like, five other guys that weren't playing that were dressed in street clothes and, and another player who got hurt during the game and, uh, and didn't come back. So in, in Division Eight, that many injuries is hard to overcome. Yeah. And I understand Frankfurt had kind of the same situation, right? and that's why their game was – so lopsided. Uh, so I'll go with um, Manistee Lake City. I thought that that would be a much closer game. <laughs> I, I, thought I, Lake, I thought so Lake City would be able to score a bit. I wasn't so sure about that just based on Lake City's Week 9 performance. You know, uh, yeah. they and it seemed like the season was kind of catching up to them. And I think it caught up to them uh, on on Friday night against Manistee. You, you yeah, saw that was, in person. Uh, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I, I went into this thinking, I. We're gonna be close. It's gonna be a close game. By by halftime, it was thirty-six to nothing, and the running clock started by the time the third quarter started. Yeah. I was, yeah. I mean, obviously, I know there's a whole section based dedicated to that, but it's kind of surprised too. The one thing I'll say, uh, and and maybe this is because uh, DJ uh, Shmoniak uh, held back a little bit, knowing that they would get a win over Bay City Western. My biggest surprise is I thought Gaylord would win by a lot more. Than they did, twenty-eight to eight. I thought they would yeah. win by a lot more, but maybe again, he, he thought that they had the game in hand, and once they did that, didn't want to show too many of his cards in the playoffs uh, when, he, when he's got a, a team coming. So I, I don't know. I, I didn't get a chance to, to watch that game, but um, yeah, I just figured they'd beat up on Bay City Western a little more than they did. So and then um, Inland Lakes, yeah, Alcona is a big. That's a big one. Yeah, I kind of figured. Inland Lakes would, would get through the first round. 
Um, St. Ignace, I, I thought for sure, was going to take care of business against Central Lake. Yep. So if I had to go through these, I would have picked Saginaw Heritage. Uh, I would have picked Charlevoix. I would have picked Manistee. would have picked Kingsley. would have picked Gaylord. I would have picked Marquette. Um, McBain. I would have picked Boyne City over Gladstone. Just probably, uh, it's just a homer pick there. I would have picked Grayling. Uh, I did pick Iron Mountain. Beale City, I thought, would win. I would have picked East Jordan. Um, God, I didn't realize how far Menominee is. Good Lord, it's almost in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. So, Benzie yeah, having it, to, it is on the border yeah. with Wisconsin. Yeah, like Benzie, yeah. Benzie having to make that drive, I, I think, <laughs> had I known that, I would have picked them to lose. Um, and then, yeah, I would have picked drive. In the Lakes and, and St. Ignace. So, okay. What stood out to you? Can I, can I answer this question first? Yeah. Uh, have we all seen Kingsley play? No, I haven't. You haven't seen I'm Kingsley the only play. One and I'm okay, James, you've seen Kingsley play, mm-hmm. right? A couple I times. Okay. Ready to go. So I I went and saw just their first quarter uh, on on Friday because I needed to go there get some photos for oh, our, our roundup. Um, and uh, fortunately, by the time I got there, it had, it had stopped raining, but the parking lot was completely flooded. That's I walked so down there. <laughs> And I'm watching this Kingsley team, and I realize their biggest strength on offense is deception. Okay. They are so good at hiding the ball. Because oh, I was trying okay. to, like, I'm usually pretty good at following the ball with the camera. Yeah, when yeah. I'm, But I was having a difficult time. They are so good at their players coming off the line looking like they are doing something with the ball. They're okay. really – and that's why their offense is so effective because it takes the defense that one little split second where they have to go, oh, wait, do I go here or here? And Kingsley's already like, we're going this way. And that's what, that is what is making them so good this year. I don't know if you noticed that, that when you really watch them. But, like, it's tough, to, it's tough to find the ball when you're watching that Kingsley team play. Yeah, I, I – after a while of shooting their games, after taking photos of a lot of guys who were running without the ball, um, I started. Uh, I, I started just watching the guards and following the guards, and that takes you to the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, but. Wow. But I was wow. just I was just so impressed. I saw they scored three touchdowns in the first quarter. Wow. I, they they look so. Good. Was it, that so, like, is, what, so when they scored the three touchdowns, was it running, was it throwing, or was it a little bit of both? So their first touchdown was, I think, a one-yard run okay. uh, after uh, a, a quick drive, okay. and then they had two quick scores. They had a 30-yard TD pass and a 26-yard TD pass. Okay. Uh, catch and run, I should say. Okay. Um, but I was just... I'm like, where, how, <laughs> where's the ball? What are you guys, what are you guys doing? And like, if I'm confused, they, you just need that little, it gives them that upper hand. They have that upper hand, and that's why they can score 61 points in a playoff game. Friday's going to be really fun. So, for Manistee. Yeah. Yeah, you're looking at a team play. that combined to score 105 points. <laughs> I'm so excited. So. Uh, anything else that you guys noticed from the games that you covered that kind of stood out that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, I mean, as far as just Manistee goes, uh, solid on defense, three turnovers. Half of them, all of them, one in the first half, the rest of them all in the second half. The one game is 
pretty decent. They have all a bunch of players that can run it, wide receivers that can throw it. If the quarterback barely even threw the ball, they were running it the entire time. So, and they have this, oh man, who is this? I think it's like 250 senior Isaiah Davis, small little guy, but he is moving. Like, it takes like at least four dudes to bring him down. Like, he is moving. You know what I'm talking about. He's moving. Yeah, he's like 235 pounds, and he's like 5'5". Five five. And he bent. I, I asked him what he squats. And, and he's, he said over and he's an all-state power lifter. Wow. He, okay. That's what Kingsley has against <laughs> up ahead. Like, this kid can move. Inland Lakes had enormous trouble trying to bring him down. Because he was just kept powering through. That was, yeah. So it should be a, oh, man, it's going to be a good one. I'm excited for it. Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that game uh, a, a little bit more uh, in, in just a bit. James, anything else that stood out to you? Um, yeah, East Jordan. I mean, their their game against Ishpeming twenty to six doesn't look close, but it was it was kind of a lot closer than that. Mm-hmm. Um, especially East Jordan hung in there pretty well for not having one of their biggest playmakers, uh, one of their top three, I would say, playmakers on offense and and defense. They they hung in there. They were able to slow Ishpeming's offense down and they run that offense where they have two guys in the backfield and they're both standing there and both clapping and calling for the ball and you're not sure which one the center's yeah. going to snap it to. Um, so that took some adjusting to for them, I imagine. But uh, but they handled it pretty well. And uh, What about Charlotte Boy and St. Francis? Oh, yeah. St. Francis only Aside scores seven points in, thunderstorm delay. In, in there and then, and then yeah, yeah, you had those delays. Yeah, Charlie Boy just came out and controlled that. When when they had when they scored that first touchdown, you could really sense that they they thought w- you know here. we've got this. Yeah, and and they thought they had it. and and they did. I mean, St. Francis one touchdown came with two minutes and something to go after both teams had pretty much put all their JV players in. Um, wow. Charlevoix noticed that when St. Francis got the ball back, that a bunch of guys in clean jerseys were out there, and. And Star uh, the Boy sent all their guys, all their JVs in too, because um, nobody who played their jersey was not clean. I mean, that was a mud bowl. Uh, I, I asked one player after the game, I'm like, uh, "So you guys are really rooting for Benzie Central? Because then you could maybe play it. Then you'd play at home next week." And he was like, "I don't know if I want to play on this field next week, <laughs> <laughs> or if we can play on this field next week." Yeah, because I mean, that was just it was torn up, it was muddy, it was it was kind of a mess. But wow. But they endured those things and the and that lightning delay, which thankfully the referees said we're only going to have a four minute halftime. Yeah, oh, that's what I kind of figured because there was only four minutes left in the first half, and yeah. then I was like, well, all right, well, so they don't need that much of a uh, yeah. of a break. So technically, it was a one minute halftime and then three minutes for both teams to warm up again. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, that sounds about right. <laughs> Uh, most impressive of, of the winning teams, uh, looking at that, i got to go Kingsley for me. Uh, just because, I, like I said, I was singing their praises earlier. I, I think right now um, that's our, our best bet to get to Ford Field. And that is including undefeated 10-0 Gaylord. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go with Charlevoix just because of what we talked about last week, the history behind it, how yeah. long it's been for Charlevoix. What, 20 um, years since they beat them? Is that right, James? 20 years? Yeah, 2001. Yeah, it was 2001. Yeah, Jeez. yeah the Charlie Boy won back-to-back games in 2000 Talk and 2001. Talk about getting that monkey See off your saying? back. Like, you got to feel mine. just like that's, the weight. When you message us or whoever messaged us saying, hey, Charlie Boy won, I was like, wow, okay. Well, that's uh, a tide turning. And by a lot. Yeah. I, I almost think 
the way everybody talked, everybody from Charlevoix at the game talked about, you know, how it was great to get this win, but they weren't sold going over the top about it. I'm like, they were they were ready for this. Okay, like well, I, they I like they they thought about it and didn't want to make too much of it. They're like, we're gonna we're gonna win this game, and they're not. They weren't just <laughs> celebrating afterwards like they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Call. It was a win. It was an important win. And it's but, move on. But, Let's but take they care took of business. it. Yeah. 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 That's that's a okay. good call. Somebody All right. Well, let's it. let's look at the the games that are on the docket. Uh, we've got five. We have seven teams left. Five games. We've got four teams uh, playing each other, uh, which is great. Manistee and Kingsley both eight and two play at Rhodes Field in Kingsley on Friday, seven p.m. Uh, kickoff. Petoskey, uh, six and four, takes on undefeated Gaylord at Gaylord. Uh, that's also seven p.m. Poor Charlevoix, nine and one. They're nine and one, and they have to drive. I think it's three hundred some odd miles to Menominee uh, for a one p.m. game on Saturday, uh, just because of playoff points. Menominee has 43 points something something, and Charlevoix has 40 points something something. Then we have McBain uh, at Beaverton. Uh, McBain six and four, Beaverton seven and three. That's also a 7 p.m. Uh, game on Friday. And then our lone uh, eight-man team left in the Lakes nine and one against St. Ignace at St. Ignace, uh, who is also nine and one. That's a 7 p.m. game on Friday. Uh, what is the most intriguing matchup there? Which one are you most excited to see? Uh, the one I'm going to, Manistee at uh, Kingsley, uh, just because I've never got to see Kingsley. And all season I've heard you guys talk about King- Kingsley, so I'm kind of excited for that. And I got to see Manistee last week, so I know what they can bring. So, yeah, uh, two good teams in the area. Why not? Mm-hmm. I would kind of echo that. But <laughs> but to say something different, I guess I'll say um, in the lakes at St. Ignace, just both of those teams with 9-1 with and one records and and both with some impressive wins, too. Uh, this season, so I think I think that'll be a really good matchup. Gaylord versus Petoskey for me is because the, they've met already that one time this season, uh, and that game at week four it was nine to nothing. It was a yeah. you know a, a a baseball score if it's a blowout, right? Like that that's not much. Uh, so these two teams going at it again, and Petoskey knowing they were probably close and had a chance to win that game, uh, but just couldn't. Uh, you would imagine now in the playoffs they have a little extra motivation. And like I said, I don't know how Gaylord played on, on Friday. I didn't get a chance to see the game, but I expected them to win by a lot more uh, than 20 points over Bay City Western. So well, Bay City Western chews up a lot of clock just because they always run the ball. Mm-hmm. So I can see that maybe, maybe, they, maybe, yeah. maybe Gaylord just didn't get enough possessions to make it a, bl- a big blowout. Gotcha. Even a player. Potentially. I mean, I, don't, I haven't watched the game, but. Just, just knowing Bay City Western style. Yeah. And and point. Gaylord likes to do the same thing. Oh, so yeah, that game could have just went pretty quick, and each team only got like five possessions. It's probably like or something. a two-and-a-half-hour game. Yeah, I mean, I, because of the rain, I know that games were going pretty quickly on the night because everyone was just running the ball, yeah. which was great mm-hmm. for us because, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, just we, we, were, we were done earlier. I know, <laughs> you, guys had, I know you guys had drives, uh, <laughs> but it was, uh, it, it was still nice. Uh, uh, just to throw some historic stuff in there for Petowski. If they do want to be in Gaylord, it's also their first district title since 2014. Okay. Stone out, stone some facts out. Lots of good action. Like I said, Charlevoix having to make that travel on, on Saturday. Do we want to make uh, do we want to pick winners? 
we want to pick winners in this are one? Are we going to go one team, or are we just going through all of them? If you have to pick one team out of these, out of the seven that are left, to win, you got to pick one guaranteed winner. Who are you taking? To win the title or to win this week? To win this week. Oh, to win this week. Yep. Uh, a Gaylord. Okay. Jordan? Uh, I'm not going to pick the one I'm covering. Just to That's a good... That call. is a good call. See, I yeah. didn't pick them because I figured you would. No. Yeah, it's no. a good call. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going also, in there with an open mind. I would also... Go uh, in there with an open mind. Okay, so... Uh, I was no, not as wise. I picked the game that I'm going to. I was <laughs> 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 uh, like, oh, funny. damn it. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm just going to... Just because... Uh, just a, you're coming off a big, pretty historic win. It's been a while for these guys. I'm going to go Charlevoix. Charlevoix, yeah, okay. I know, it's, I know it's a tough Heading one. Heading to Menominee. Why not? Get that win. All right. I did that on uh, <laughs> when we were on with Harrison. Yes. Yeah. So I was feeling pretty loose that day. Uh, I, was I could fun. tell. I was having fun on that. <laughs> I, was just, I was just like, I'm just going to interrupt Harrison. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to take, uh, it is a game that I'm going to be covering because I'm going to be taking photos. So, But I just have to take photos. I don't have to talk to anybody so no. I can make a pick. Uh, I'll take Kingsley. That's uh, only because I've seen Kingsley. Yeah, um, and mm-hmm. I was just, I saw him for a quarter, and I went, this team is so, so good. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. Uh, cool. All right, uh, that is uh, football playoff action that we have. Uh, we do have some postseason left in our other sports, uh, and one postseason starting today, in fact. Uh, some games have, I think, already started. We have some 530 games today on the schedule in, yes. in volleyball. I think I think we might have. Uh, so we have the Leland Comets have made it to the final four of the boys soccer uh, state semifinals. We have cross country uh, state finals coming up on Saturday. Jordan will be working on a story that'll be published on Wednesday because Leland finds themselves in quite a precarious position as uh, their cross country team. Four of the runners on that team also play soccer. And play pivotal roles on the team. Yeah, the goalkeeper. Uh, so if Petoskey wins on Wednesday, Leland. What did I say? Petoskey. Sorry, Leland. If Leland wins on, uh, I appreciate that. Thank you for the You're correction. Welcome. If Leland wins, have I been saying Petoskey this whole time? No, actually, that was no, the first time. No, just one. Weird. I just caught it. What's wrong with my head? Well, yeah, we were talking. We were just talking about Petoskey in the football playoffs. Yeah, okay. we're talking about Petoskey. Right. Cool way really uh, cool football. I'm I'm still suspicious of my own brain no, after you're that. Doing good. You're so uh, <laughs> Leland, <laughs> uh, if Leland wins on Wednesday, they would move on to the state championship game, which is played on Saturday, which Correct. is also the same day and same time as the cross country state finals. So oh. if if that happens, there is a uh, there are some choices that need to be made. It's a podcast question. We're talking podcast here. If you were in one of their shoes, right, and the, let's say the Leland soccer team goes to the state finals, and you had to choose between cross country or soccer for a state final for a first, if they would for the first time since 2018, what are you doing? So I'm gonna put on my analytics <laughs> hat here, and I I would pick soccer because I only have to compete against one team. With the cross-country finals, you're competing against a large field. Yeah. 
And that's only that's pure analytics, right? Correct. Now the other part of me would go, which one do I love more? Cool. Yeah, that's you know. So thing. I, I, that's what you, uh, you have to, mm-hmm. you have to take all that into account. Do I have a better chance at, at one or the other? Uh, and you, you look at Leland. Leland uh, did not win their regional. No. They qualified for the cross country finals uh, in third place they, as a team. So, unless. All of them run spectacular personal records on Saturday. Their chances of winning a, a team state title aren't aren't so great, yeah. right? But the soccer team certainly has yeah, uh, the potential. It's a f- coin flip, right? It's a good, yeah. Two teams going at it. Well, you know, it's a good question. they each have fifty percent chance to win. Thought about that. What about you, Jose? Yeah, I would. I would take soccer. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the. I mean the. the the cross country team would have enough people to still be able to to still run is, still at, the sta- at the states I mean, uh, without uh, four, but it might be a little close. Three. They'd have three. Yeah, they'd have three runners left. Okay. So, and I guess that's what they would do. They would okay. just have the three runners, and that would be. They could just put Ella Knudsen on the boys' team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that. She's a good runner. She finished second. Aiden Heron won. Surprise, surprise. Shocker. Wow. Uh, oh, yeah, goodness. set a set a personal record. <laughs> wow. Uh, and. Um, Wow. Probably probably could have run even better that day because when I talked to her, she wasn't, like, incredibly out of breath. But, uh, wow. Yeah. That says something. So uh, there's your state champion on Yeah, I tried to throw uh, it out there. It's a curious, curious conversation, you know. It's a, no, it's a, it's a good question to ask. It's a good question to ask. What You're going to have to ask the players those. Yeah, exactly. In the, in the interview. You know what I'm so you got to like, be like, what's your – got to make a choice. Out. Yeah, exactly. So. You got to make a choice. All right. Um, other than that, boys, uh, we do have some fun volleyball action, which we're going to get into, uh, and we'll break down a lot more of that next week when we have some district champions to talk about and some regional action to discuss, but a lot is going on Monday, uh, tonight, right now, maybe not right now, but like we have Lake city versus Traverse city, St. Francis. One of those teams is going to lose on the first day. That's a big deal. That's yeah. kind of sad. That yeah. does hurt. It really <laughs> does sad. because like, both I, I I wanted a regional matchup That's between reg- those two teams, not a first round of the districts. <laughs> first round. Yeah. First. Ga- yeah. Here's your first game matchup. Yes. Yeah, this one. Yeah, I have heard that the MHSA is going to kind of look at and probably do with volleyball what they have done with soccer and basketball in recent years. Start and, seeding them and start seeding, start seeding districts and. Uh, one thing that will help us maybe as well that could happen as soon as a year is having them require teams to submit scores for the MHSA site like, oh, like they do great. for soccer now. Like yeah. Every team is required to submit a score for every game in soccer. Yeah, And wow. they might do the same thing in volleyball so that um, records are accurate, conference standings are accurate, and they can yes. calculate playoff points for yeah, be very helpful let's go mhsaa put that rule in Come place on, MHSA. That'd be great. we do have we do have some area teams volleyball teams around here who are really good about submitting Wait. scores to mhsaa yes, they mm-hmm. are. so uh if we had all of them do that Man, be sweet cool. fantastic wow all right uh any more thoughts on the uh other post seasons going around boys or do you want to get into the interview with our unknown guests let's get into the interview with whoever it is all right with, with several stags Okay, <laughs> joining James and Jordan in the Get Around Podcast Studio now are unknown stag number one and unknown stag number two and possibly unknown stag number three. 
But here is their interview uh, right now. Please to enjoy. podcast is happy to bring on Kingsley football players James Pearson glad to be here and Gavin Merchant great to be here uh, you guys are going into the playoffs this week against a, a pretty good phone foe that you guys you saw in the scrimmages this yeah. year that were at Rhodes Fields in in uh, Manistee what are you what are you looking forward to in that game having having seen them in the scrimmage uh, you know it's nice as we saw them in the scrimmage so we both teams really know how to fill each other out now, but I mean, it's really like exciting because we don't cause the scrimmage didn't count technically, mm-hmm. so now we get to see who's the better team, mm-hmm. and that's all. Who who won the scrimmage? I have no. It was pretty equal. <laughs> it was pretty early in the season. It was pretty equal. Yeah. You don't keep track of those things. No. No. Uh, well, you guys won last week against Mason County Central pretty easily. Uh, did you expect that one to be? that big of a score? Um, I guess I should say, like, we never expect it. Like, we do, deep down. But we're always, like, got to do our jobs right, can't be doing all flashy, stuff like that. So we walk in, we're like, we're just going to do our thing, the outcome's outcome, and, yeah, that's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we can't come into games thinking it's going to be a easy just wipe through. We have to take every team with all seriousness and uh, – expect the most from them because you know sometimes teams can do that they can give you their best and surprise you mm-hmm. yeah well and then Manistee this is I, I think maybe their best team this is their best team I think in decades um so, so. what uh what do you expect to see from them especially I haven't seen them in the scrimmages before well I'm guessing they've watched our scrimmage film and kind of have looked through that and thought of ways they can just they can get us on certain plays. We definitely have to be ready for them, though. Mm-hmm. Play our best game. Seems like every I I know you guys were talking about how you don't anticipate to go and blow teams out, but if I was just to pull up your guys' past games, it's every game is over 50, 40, 50, and then you got like a couple 60-point games. As far as like having a high-powered offense like that, it, and everything needs to work. I'm talking O-line needs to do its job. The running backs, the quarterbacks, the defense needs to make its stops. As far as, like, the season you guys have had this year, what is Coach preaching? Because, obviously, he's not he, – he's been around this couple blocks before. But for you guys to go out and win that way, what's he preaching? What's the message you guys are buying? And if you could just fill us in on that. Uh, really, all he's preaching is just excellence. That's He just wants – Every week we have a goal to get better, no matter where we're at. Like, cause wing T camp we thought we were pretty, pretty sound from last year. Then we went to Hanson camp, and we were like, we're not as good as we thought we were. So each week's just like a building block. Boom, 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 boom. Just trying to get better. Like, like yeah, all nine weeks I think we've counted. How, like, cause we always get graded for our games, and you go back and look at your grading system, you can see the improvement, and like. He's always praising, because O-line is always doing the dirty work. We always give our props to O-line. They're definitely the kings of the offense right now. So, yeah, he he just wants everyone to do their job and their job only. Don't worry about trying to fix other people's and just stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
you being an old lineman yourself, obviously chemistry building is huge. As mm-hmm. far as just the communication, the chemistry that you have with the old line and the old line coaches and your the old line room in general, just talk to us about how it's developed week after week after week to where you guys are now in the district finals. Yeah, um, I think our chemistry is pretty good. I mean, we're all really good friends, and we're like we're kind of brothers at this point, just because everything we've been through, and um, we just tried to, as he was saying, just get better every single week. You know, find ways we can communicate to each other that to ensure to be the best for our backs, because our backs and quarterbacks, they're skilled. That nothing would happen if we didn't have them. Competition too. <laughs> competition. That's right. We have competition and practices and. Just what, kind to, of, what kind of competition are we talking about here? Are we talking about, like, running competitions? Are we kickers going at it? Kind of hitting drills, just, like, strength, kind of getting each other's heads to play at their best ability. See who's, like, who's the dudes of the team. How much amp, like, amped up does that get? Oh, yeah. As, like, no. how, the loudness, the noise. If I was, like, down somewhere in the school, is, are you guys, like, the loud school? Like, we, the Kingsley football team is playing, with, like, practicing right now. Yeah, we we get pretty loud. I mean, just to, it's it's a fun thing to watch. Just two guys going at it, especially Lyman. Coach ever get involved? Coaches around there, yeah. He gets he oh, riles wow. up the players. He does. Yeah, that's dope. Does he do? Does he ever do part of the hitting? He so does. He, ever, he doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> block with you guys or anything. He likes he likes to act like he's gonna hit us, but he can't. <laughs> <laughs> get in line stance, get in the formation, get in the stance, like one hand back. All right, let's go. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Um, I know last year I did a story on Connor Schuler, you know, becoming a, a coach on your guys' team. What is what has he added added to the to the coaching staff? Being somebody who's played so recently, I think he kind of knows just like how things work more so than a lot of the coaches, just because he's been there recently, and he knows like what's going on, like just being a player, mm-hmm. and he can kind of understand us more and. Uh, He's a great addition to the coaching staff. I can I can tell he's really made a difference in how the whole team is. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you guys win this week, and then Gladstone beats Nagani this week, you could get a, you could get another shot at, at Gladstone, who's the team that you saw in the regionals and wrestling for a, a shot at the state finals, basically. Yeah, uh, and and that did not end the way you guys wanted, obviously. No, no. Uh, and a con- that controversial ending, and uh, what the, how much do you hope that that matchup happens? As much as I hope that matchup happens, we still can't look o- overlook Manistee. They're still a great, solid football team. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I think Coach War has been praising these for the playoffs at least. Never look over a team. I mm-hmm. think we we put serious time in the film room. Prepping, 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 nonstop. And once Friday night the buzzer hits, then it's time for the next week. Mm-hmm. Or worst case scenario, we don't want to turn the pads in. So that's another thing. That's another thing about th- that this week's gonna bring is a bunch of banging heads because whoever loses, they're done. Like their seniors are gonna be done. If we lose, our seniors are gonna be done. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a battle. Mm-hmm. As far as for you, obviously, he kind of railed out, like laid out, like how the possibilities. Yeah. You as a player, you you are literally speaking as if you are a player because you are one. Like you always, yeah. you don't want to look over next week. You want to stick into the now. Where does that come from? As far as is it just something that you've been evolved like around? 
obviously Kingsley for so long, you've been around this coaching staff for so long. Is that how, like, as far as your way of thinking goes, or is it just something that you instilled when you were little? Uh, well, when we were all little, we we always never looked over a team because Pop Warner, we were we were pretty solid because it's the group our senior class was always on a team. We never looked over anyone then. Middle school, we always watched film. Never looked over anyone then. So it's kind of just been like our group's thing. And our coaching staff is always on it too, being great for us, showing us what we can do better, showing us how we can defend this, defend that. So it's kind of – we really don't really think about the next team because we're so in deep in the team that we're playing that week. So we kind of just cancel it out. Mm-hmm. And once that buzzer hits, then it's game time for next week. Okay. So you guys – so you've probably been – Looking at film of Isaiah Davis, then. Oh yeah, yeah, we have. <laughs> you know, you know thoughts, who he is. Any early thoughts? I gotta see him on Friday. I'm curious what. He's he's a he's a very solid player, as you can see just from any film or if you've seen a game at all. I mean, he's he's strong. He's you can tell that. He's big guy. And it's uh, someone we really have to uh, take into account for. I mean, it's not gonna be just easy to bring him down. He's a big guy, so. Mm-hmm. And then he also plays on D-line, so you're probably going to have to block yeah, him at some yep, point. Yep, <laughs> probably. But I remember it was was it was it last season? I think it was last season when you had to block Mac Bonico. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I think I, I think I interviewed you after that yeah, game yeah. on the phone. Uh, and uh, what was what was that like trying to – I mean, because Mac Bonico is a monster. Oh. I mean, he's huge. Yeah, yeah. 285, I think, and 6'5". And that's Something easy. crazy. That's yeah, he's playing college ball now. Yep. Uh, what's it like trying to block a guy like that when you're a buck seventy? <laughs> well, I mean, you just gotta stay low. It's kind of technique at that point because size. I don't have that on most most big linemen like these two guys. So, uh, technique, staying low, just driving through the whistle, just doing my job. Yeah. Also, you told us before we went on air. Say, repeat it one more time. How much you deadlift? Uh, most I have is uh, 425. So something like this, when you're going head-to-head with Isaiah or the player he just announced, mm-hmm. like you already preparing for that. Like you, you're in the gym working out, working hard yeah. for moments like this. Mm-hmm. How is there anyone that gave you a child, like this year in general maybe? Is there like a player that like you remember like, okay, yeah, the, I'm, he gave me a work, so it allowed me to look at the film and realize, okay, this is what I need to fix in case I play against an Isaiah Davis or in case I play against uh, players to come. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of teams have, they usually, linemen are usually bigger than me. I mean, I'm not a big guy at all. So, um, I just, I watch film. I make sure I am have the best technique I can for the team because I'm going to need that if it's, if I'm blocking people way bigger than me. I mean, it's not, it's not easy, but I just have to do what I can for the team. Uh, I just, I have to ask an old line type of question. How much do you like pancaking guys? And how much? Yeah, just, just go off that. How much do you like pancaking? Pancaking, guys? it's a it's a good feeling. I mean, you kind of you feel like you're superior over them after doing it. I mean, it doesn't happen a whole lot, but when it does, it's it's fun. That's why it's I fun. Ask, yeah, yeah. It does not happen that often. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> cool. It seemed like your wrestling background would would play into playing the line. You're just with the footwork and the technique and everything like that, but instead you're playing quarterback. Uh, why is why is it you uh, went with quarterback? Uh, well, freshman and sophomore year, freshman year I actually took his spot on the D line at Hawk, and then I broke my arm that game. So 
after that, my coaches were kind of like, because I've always been a quarterback my whole life since Pop Warner. They were kind of mm-hmm. like, we should probably take you off the D-line so you don't get hurt anymore. But, yeah, D-line was fun. Coaches always like watched me play it because they were like, oh, we got a little guy on the field that's getting through the line with ease. And mm-hmm. Yeah, but then I just got old. I got older and Coach Warner was junior was like, I need a captain, I need a leader, and I need you to do your job for this team and make our team as best as we can. So then I just took, I filled the shoes for the quarterback position, and it's just been going, going great ever since. Mm-hmm. You play a bit on defense though, right? Uh, uh, really. He doesn't like his quarterbacks on defense very much. No? No. How cool? no. I, Not even like a big, like there's a big play towards the end of the game, he needs I maybe mean, another DB or some, another linebacker type guy out there. I mean, depending on the team, for mm-hmm. sure I, I'll get in the game. Like if it's a pass team, then like, He'll throw me in there to cover someone real fast, but mm-hmm. like some, it's, yeah, just very. I've played a couple games on defense. I played against St. Francis on defense. Just imagine what the mm-hmm. offense is looking like. If it's a lot of inside zone and stuff like that, and they want me in a box, how to play in the box? I kind of just play wherever they want me to. And yeah, that's, uh, that must be what I remember is the St. Francis one. Yeah. You got like on the hands team. Yeah, I was on the hands team as well. Yeah. I was gonna say to have a coach that doesn't want his quarterback to play defense because I mean. The schools that we watched and covered, they're playing both sides. For you to solely focus on just being a quarterback, has that helped you like immensely? Knowing that okay, I have one job; it is to be the quarterback and the captain of this team. I'm assuming that has helped you throughout this year in general, or maybe you might have a different opinion on that. Oh yeah, for sure has because like we we'll do specialists and stuff like that at practice, and when I'm doing specialists, I'm working on my feet, I'm working on my fakes. Work on all like the mental stuff you have to think about, and then as a captain of the team, I'm always getting on guys. Like we're in defense, I run scout O, and I'll talk a little bit of trash to get in everyone's head to mess around, <laughs> have to have fun at practice, make it a rivalry, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then when we're on offense, it's straight focus, and I'm gonna get on you if you're not doing your job. I'm gonna get someone else in here to do your job for you. Like it all goes back to that competition. Every practice is a competition. Mm-hmm. One guy's trying to go for your spot, and you gotta hold your ground. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's definitely helped me out staying on one side of the ball because that's all I got to focus on. Like when I watch film, I got to watch their linebackers. I got to watch their D-line to see what they're doing. I watch all the defense instead. Instead of watching both sides, I can just focus on that one side and have just as much time as they're watching both, and I can just watch one. Mm-hmm. I mean, so when you were saying that and you started talking about trash talking, James started nodding his head. Yeah, I was one of those. Yeah. <laughs> What's the best trash talking that we can put on the air <laughs> uh, that he does when he's the scouto for you guys? I mean, I've heard a lot. I mean, it changes. He uh, says he says things like, oh, no one's going to touch me. He's, like, the best player on that team. He thinks he's the best player on that team. He's, he's imitating the other team's best player. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just trying to get you mad. Just trying to get everyone mad, trying yeah. to boys. mess us up, make us start doing hits or something because we messed up because of him. <laughs> likes, likes to tire us out, that's for sure. Where does that come from, though? Because obviously it takes you gotta be pretty damn pretty dang confident in yourself to go ahead and talk your talk your ish to a bunch of dudes that are twice the size as you. Well, all all, all of our all of our buddies, like our whole team, they all we all love each other. We're all one big family, so yeah. everyone knows it's not down to earth. Like I'm not trying to actually be mean to them. <laughs> like we're all just goofing with each other. Like 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 I'll. Do you ever watch film of like? Let's say like the old like Deion Sanders and all of these guys who are pulling like well known in the trash talking verse. Like, 
get some keynotes. Like, right, I'm gonna say this one day and see if this flows with other people. Do you ever, do you ever do that? I've done that a couple of times. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. A couple of Deion Sanders. Who, who's, who's one you look at? Deion Sanders <laughs> and Jalen Ramsey. They have some pretty good ones. I love Deion Sanders. That's why that's my first initial Speaking, speaking of Deion, did you see that complete BS call? On his son, Shiloh. Yeah, yeah. that was the not. Targeting. Yeah, yeah, they called that for targeting. And he caused a fumble out of it. Yeah. And I'm like, that was, that was not targeting. That, yeah, was, a, like that was a great not. tackle. That and was, that, that his celebration afterward was was totally justified. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the shades though. I'm still waiting for the shades. I did order the shades. Uh, uh, prime times. Hell yeah, man. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Anything I die, anything he does, sign me up. <laughs> Sign me up. I mean, I'm wearing a USC sweater, and I'm still. I walk with Dion wherever he goes. Mm-hmm. Are you Are you a big fan of the media trying to no. yell at him for uh, wearing his hat and sunglasses during interviews? No, because you know what's funny? The Gaylord coach. I went to go cover Gaylord and Cadillac. The Gaylord coach was doing that. It's high school. The dude had his sunglasses on and his shades. Gaylord beat Cadillac that game. And the first question I walked up to him is like, "Hey." Did you get the inspiration from Deion Sanders to wear your shades and your sunglasses, or your sunglasses and your hat on sidelines? He just laughs like, "No, I've always been like that." I'm like, see what I mean? Like Deion's always been like that. Just personality. It was like that when he was coaching his son in high school, yeah. like when where did Silo uh, was playing uh, in Texas mm-hmm. Trinity or something like that. I think so. I think him and his, I think both brothers did. Yeah, they mm-hmm. both did. Yeah, he was doing the same thing. So he's always been his own person. Yeah. What do you expect? He's always mm-hmm. been like that. No. I was a Dan Sanders fan when he played in the NFL. I wish and I was MLB at the same time. time. Yeah, I wish I was around the time to watch him play that. Didn't he? Didn't he like play in a playoff game? Then yep, like yep. eight hours later, he's yep. in a baseball diamond. Yep, yeah, yeah same day played in yep. a football game and in a, and a series, no? major league game. Well, you know, it was an NLCS. It was a, it was a playoff game. I think. Game seven yeah. of the NLCS, and then he went on to play for the Falcons like or eight hours later. Yeah, it was something crazy. Something, yeah. He's yeah. my role model, bro. That's my guy. Yeah. Speaking uh, of clothes, though, you were you were talking to the the Deion Sanders stuff, but you said that Coach War wears a Mickey Mouse shirt yeah. all the time on game days. I mean, I think it's I just, a, I it just is it just team. something that has just become a tradition because yeah, like, it worked out one it, one time. Or? Yeah, because whenever he wears his Mickey Mouse to p- shirt to practice, we always give him we always give him like crap because he's always the toughest on him. So he wears his Mickey Mouse shirt for like, and then one day he wore it on a game day. And we were like, because we all get dressed out of the locker room together, and he was taking, he had his Mickey Mouse shirt on. And we're like, "Do you wear that tonight?" He was like, "Yeah." I was, and we were all like, "You better not, better not take that off on game days no more." And he was like, "All right." Ever since then, it's just been a tradition. Mm-hmm. And he wears that because of his son, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like ninety percent sure that Tyler's a big fan of Mickey mm-hmm. Mouse. He's been working. Do you do anything superstitious or anything in the realm of, like, in the realm of that? Just you're saying on game days? Do I do yeah, or just yeah, or I mean you're currently wearing a track and field shirt, so do you do anything in particular to get yourself meant like I need this because or else? Um, not not really on game days. I just I try to stay focused. I try not to mess around too much, just to keep that game face on the whole day. I like that. Only really superstitious thing is I do have a pack of Skittles at halftime. You're a beast mode. You're Marshall Lynch. <laughs> That's Lynch. that's where I got the inspiration from. That's uh, right. Marshawn Lynch. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We get replenished energy, right? I mean, yeah, it works. You I feel sugar. good. I used to do that when I wrestled. I used to have a. I would bring a uh, jar of honey with me. Yeah. And I would just oh. drink honey before a match. Oh yeah. 
because it like goes straight into your bloodstream. Wow. And uh, so what people do now is they take five-hour energy shots. I don't do it, so it makes me feel sick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can do that a lot. Yeah, I would just do the honey stuff. No. Because especially when you're cutting weight. Oh, you yeah. know, and you're you're tired before matches, or you're at a tournament, and you got to do like five matches in a day or something. Yeah, it's, it's nice to have that little buff. Definitely but. a struggle when you and you got to replenish within an hour. But mm-hmm. there's a, there's a bunch of guys that t- do tell me to do different things. I just do my own. I just eat a peanut butter, peanut butter jelly, and then I have like some like fruit snacks. Mm-hmm. Just quick replenish. Yeah, a lot of PD light, a lot of PD light. Ooh, I've heard that's pretty good for. Oh, for sure. For yeah, and the. The rules for the weight loss are completely different now than when oh, I was. Oh, for sure. When there's, I was a lot more, there's a lot more rules for weight loss. A lot more safer now. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, the, the alpha weights and all yeah. that. Uh, didn't have any. They should have had that stuff when I was wrestling. But what's the, mo- what's the most weight that you can cut then? I mean, it really doesn't matter unless it's alphas. Like, once you weigh in at alpha, then there's a specific weight you can cut. Mm-hmm. But, like, before season, you can cut anything. Or, like, during season, if you alpha in, like... Say you alpha in at 120, and you end up getting about 140 at the end of the season just because you got facts you didn't wrestle. You can cut all the way back down to 120 because that's what you alpha in at. Mm-hmm. So Because when you alpha, you get a three-weight window. You can only go up three-weight classes. You can only weigh in two up, and then you can bump up after you weigh in on the second one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bunch of rules now. Ever since COVID hit, a bunch of stuff's changed. Yeah, and you can't go back under your alpha at all, or can I, you only, I think only you a can. couple of pounds or something probably? I mean, your alpha basically tells you, because, like, I'll say, for example, my freshman year I wrestled 112, and my alpha said I can only go down to a 111.9. So that was the lowest weight I could go all season or, like, weigh in at any tournament. So if I was ever, like, 111.6, I'd have to, like, eat a little granola bar to get it to 111.9 or 112. Yeah, it was it was tricky. You had to cut it close. I'd, I always had to cut it close. Yeah. That, was, that was my fault for alpha, so. So it went neck and neck. You're gonna re- rejoin the wrestling team this year, right? Uh, yeah, I plan to do some team wrestling. What weight cl- class are you gonna go? Uh, I think 175. Yeah. So it was 171 just a couple years ago before they changed yeah. the classifications, right? Yeah. 160, 171. Yeah. 89. What weight class are you gonna be this year? Probably. I, th- dude, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it all depends. On, it all depends on how much you want to cut. I yeah. think for team though, I'm gonna wrestle 38 because I'm walking around at 45, 50. Mm-hmm. Dang. So maybe individual 32, but I really don't know because we yeah, got yeah. got plenty of weeks of football left, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we can still look ahead to wrestling teams. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not taking it one sport at a time. Yeah, it's one week at a time, not yeah. one sport at a time, right? Yeah. Uh, what are what are some of your goals for the wrestling season for you guys? Uh, definitely redemption from last year. Definitely want to go back to the team state tournament. Looking at our team, it's going to be a lot more difficult than it was last year. We lost a bunch of seniors. But, yeah, I think just redemption, go out there, do your best. Like, my goal for our team is give it your all. Win, lose, or draw, I'm still going to love you. Mm-hmm. Still going to be your team captain, still going to push you. And, yeah, that's about it. Mm-hmm. Be careful with the headgear. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> was not throwing the headgear either. I saw the video. He just tossed it to the coach, which is totally illegal. I totally forgot all about that. Yeah, that yeah. all bringing back... Memories, oh, man, that was terrible, dude. <laughs> that was just. How about you, James? What are your What are your goals at getting back into wrestling? I mean, I hope I hope to be the best wrestler I can. I mean, I love all the guys on the team. I know them. They all usually I play some other sports with them. So my brother's on that team, 
John Pearson. He uh, so I kind of know like the heartbreak they had from last year. So I kind of want to help them to just be the best teammate I can, do what I can. Because I I wrestled when I was younger, like up until freshman year, I think. Mm-hmm. So I I have some experience, and I just want to hope that comes back, so that I can uh, expand on that. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so tomorrow Halloween, what are you guys going as? Can you wear costumes to school? I think we can. You have to pay five, like a dollar. Yeah, it's a say what fundraiser. Now? Yeah, it's a Wait, say what now? You for project graduation. Pay a oh, dollar okay. to wear a costume. Okay. Yeah. okay. That's not bad. Yeah. No. Okay. What are you going as? I don't think I'm dressing up. No? No. I think football I'm just player? Gonna... I could go as a football player. <laughs> <laughs> you just made it easy That wouldn't be too hard. <laughs> Stay locked in, dude. Come on. Stay locked in. Wear your pads all day. Oh. That'd be, oh. That'd be weird. Get warm. Where's <laughs> Bodo? Just sit in class with your pads all day. He's trying to write. No. It's miserable. You can go as a Manistee Mariner. <laughs> <laughs> There's all kinds of things you could do with that. That's scary. Yeah. yeah. He, he might, That's he might get punched in the hallway if he does that. <laughs> <laughs> Not even by us, by our fans. Our student section. They get into it just as much as we do. Student section and the fans. Oh yeah, oh, Kingsley fans. Voices. We have. A, I've, like, I'm super grateful for our community. They they have helped us so much. I feel like. Because, like, when it's, like, a third and short, fourth and short, and they're sitting there banging their feet on the bleachers, making it just an exciting atmosphere. You can hear mm-hmm. them, I guess, from the field. Like, it's, you guys Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I live probably a mile on the road. You can hear the speaker going off the train horn. You can hear people going crazy from my house. Because, like, my mom was sick last game, and she said she sat there with her window open in her bedroom, and she could hear the whole game being announced and that everything. That is tight. Mm-hmm. I love that. Oh, yeah. It's That's a sweet so cool. atmosphere. Our student our student section called the Kings of Crazies. Love them to death. They're always sitting there cheering no matter what, win, lose, or draw. Still mm-hmm. love them. go crazy at basketball games, too. So I yeah. definitely have been crazy in everything, man. Huh? Yeah. I was there covering a soccer game a couple weeks ago, and there was. You guys are loud, and I heard. Man. I could hear, you know, stuff going on at the football field. It was like a Wednesday night. Middle I'm like, school. What's, I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, middle school football. And oh, yeah. that, it was packed. <laughs> we love football in our community. We're definitely yeah. a football community. For sure, for sure. Yeah, it was crazy. I love it, though. That's cool. I remember, I remember somebody gave me some gruff after the Kingsley game for the headline. But I'm like, it's a pun on the guy's oh last name yeah. being Hush. Oh, yeah. Oh. The silence is part of the headline. I was like, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, it's a pun. I'm not, like, putting anybody down. I never put, put anybody down. It's, I'm like, it's a creative pun, man. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. No hard feelings. No hard I mean, that's got to feel pretty good, though, that you guys played – a Gator team that close that they're still going, they're undefeated. Oh yeah, I mean, it feels good, yeah. but also burns burns you deep down knowing that we were that close. But past is the past. Looking looking only forward, mm-hmm. looking in the present. Yeah, well, I mean, you guys came into the season having the toughest schedule in the in the division. Um, you, did you kind you kind of figured you would stumble somewhere in in that schedule? Right? I mean, you kind of oh, figure, man, there's no way we go 9-0. I honestly thought we were going to stumble more than we have. I think that we're, I think we're pretty good, but that Gaylor team, they're, they're a special group. So is the Ogama team. They're, they're really special yeah. groups. Well, Gaylord's like a way bigger school than Kingsley. I mean, they, they can draw from a lot more kids. Yeah. Gaylord's almost like 1,000 kids. King, Kingsley's, Kingsley's what, 350? I think we're 400. 375, 400? Yeah, I think they're we're still just about 400. Them. Yeah. Kept close. That's there's a lot. Yeah, that's what I love for you guys. Yeah, it was a close game. 
still burns a hole in all of us to this day. It was a close hey, game. Fuse the fire, though. Like, there you go. Exactly. Right. Fuse the fire. You gotta have that. There you go. That and I guess I guess Ogama too. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't need to play them anymore. Just keep adding the fuel, bro. Me and them are gone next year. Sad to think about. Mm-hmm. It's another thing that keeps us pushing. And back from mine, we're always like, could be your last snap. Don't want to be your last snap. Stuff mm-hmm. like that. D is so locked in, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so locked in. You already So how crazy is this, the crowd going to be this Friday for second I, round of the playoffs I think it's at gonna home? Be cra- I think it's going to be crazy for both sides. Because Manistee is a big football town from what I'm hearing. So they should have a lot of their fans there. We're going to have our Respect. mom, dads, grandmas, anyone that can come to the game. It's in a 50-mile radius probably. It's going to it's gonna be a good game. It's going to be packed. It's going to be a fun atmosphere. It'll be loud. Mm-hmm. It's going to be football, man. Excited. 44 degrees. Ooh, it's going to be wee. great. Ooh, I heard that. That's perfect football weather, though, it right? It is perfect football weather. Glorious. As long as it's not raining. Yeah. Rain, oh. honestly, isn't even that bad. True, guys are a running team for the most part. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so we don't pass too often. It doesn't matter that much, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That Kingsley Manistee has been a game I've kind of been looking forward to since the beginning of the season. That's what I've heard a lot of people have been saying around. Same. That they that they've been they've been looking forward to it. <laughs> I just it's been the of the teams I've seen in division in that division. I just thought they were the two of the better ones in the area. So I, yeah, I like that. That would be a good game. Our two teams in the division definitely have the most respect for people and commentators and all these. Because they're, they're a great football team. We're a pretty good football team. So, yeah, I think we're just getting a lot of respect from the media, fans, everyone around that just loves football. They're like, oh, this is going to be a good game. Can't wait to go watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then hopefully the next week, still be back at Rhodes Field. If you guys hopefully. win, hopefully, you'll yeah. be hosting again, right? Yes, in that sir. third round. So. Yes, sir. Awesome. Well, best of luck to you guys on Friday night. Uh, we cover both you guys and Manistee, so we can't <laughs> Good luck. can't be we can't be too much one way or the other or anything like that. But best of luck on Friday night. I hope it's a good game. Yeah, it will. We'll play our best. Hopefully, they they bring their best game and we're ready. Yeah, tell, Co- yeah, tell Coach Ward I wear the Mickey Mouse again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming on, guys. Yeah, thank you. Thanks again to those uh, unknown stags who uh, were, I would imagine, great in their conversation. Um, Only going to assume so. Yeah, I would, I would think so as well. So hopefully, uh, you guys enjoyed that interview. That interview and this show uh, are brought to you by our sponsor, Jimmy John's. Let's hear a word from them right now. This episode of the Get Around is sponsored by Jimmy John's. Two locations in Traverse City. Order a tasty sandwich with the Jimmy John's app. Jimmy John's, freaky fresh. Freaky fast. Freak yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, it is time to nominate players, student athletes for the Get Around Hall of Fame, our weekly induction of our Athlete of the Week. I will get us started. Uh, I was out in Buckley on Saturday morning taking some photos, watching some running. And uh, Misik's Kyle Redman, he is my nominee. He's a freshman. And I will say this. Um, he's got a twin brother and, uh, I thought that they were middle school kids 
that got called up to the varsity team. I was like, wow, Misik must not have, they must need the middle, you know. Uh, and then I saw him crossing the finish line. I went, wow, this dude's going to win. And, uh, yeah, he, 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 I mean, a freshman, which makes sense because, like, you basically are a middle schooler still. Like you're he's just, a small he's a small dude. You're he's just perfect for cross country. Yeah. You're just out of middle school. Uh, His name pops up a lot. And um, yeah, so he he emptied the tank on that final kick. Uh, ran as hard as he could. Uh, also, I will say this: great interview for a freshman. Uh, poised. Great, yeah, great interview. Not like super at all? super comfortable. Was happy to talk. And uh, really, I don't know. At some point, if wow. getting both of them in here to the podcast studio would be great. Oh yeah, I'm I really if it. if they do track or something like that, Definitely. get get the 100%. get the Redmond twins in here. I think mm-hmm. that'd be great. So yeah. uh, he th- th- that. that final hundred yards, he 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 kicked it. Won a division four boys regional individual uh, championship at Buckley on Saturday. Uh, he set a PR in the race to running a 1546.3, beating his previous best by 20 seconds. He improved. I don't know if you guys realize how That's incredible hard. that, that is, is to improve <laughs> your best by 20 seconds in a regional. That's a top of the line performance. So he's my nominee. Who are you guys and, putting? And up? Saturday was cold too. Yeah, yeah Saturday wasn't great. Yeah, but I mean, at least yeah, the sun was out and it wasn't raining. How, how was it for you guys? I I was fine. Dodged a little bit of a cold. I, I was fine. I, yeah. I wore a hoodie, and I this jacket that I have here, it is the warmest jacket I've ever had. Pittsburgh saw very little sun. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I was fine, too, because I was prepared for it. But, I yeah. mean, it was like 40 degrees in East Jordan. Yeah. Wow, it was a good 70 in Pittsburgh. <laughs> we had we had the sun. Uh, I, I was yeah. just happy to see the sun again. Yeah. Although it did ruin my pictures on the oh. <laughs> when the girls' race started, because as soon as that started, the sun came out, oh. and I think I had the ISO set to like 3,200. Oh. And so it Thank just looks like a bunch of ghosts. Blown out. <laughs> running. Yeah. yeah, they're all. Uh, all right, uh, yeah, nominations for you guys. And one other interesting thing about the Redmond twins, one of them plays in the football, in the band for football. Yeah, he does. Um, just in the marching band. But he doesn't play but football. I, no. Oh, thank God. But, uh, <laughs> but I couldn't tell you which one, it, which one it was because they're twins, and I can't tell them apart. Nope. Uh, I had to look at their uh, – they both I, – I, I had to go back and look at my camera to look at the, the bib number, mm-hmm. and then I had to approach that twin really? to be like yeah. – because uh, uh, Kyle was – 440 and Ty was uh, 441. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Earlier this year when I shot photos at the Pete Moss, um, they were a couple of the top finishers and they were right next to each other when they crossed the finish line. And so I took a photo of it and I sent it to the, the AD at Misik and I'm like, can you tell me who these kids are? And she's like, oh, that's the Redmond twins. And I'm like, well, which one's which? And she's like, I don't know. I'm going to have to ask. <laughs> At that point, you just put Kyle and Ty, yeah, right? Yeah, true. <laughs> she found out. Oh, okay. Oh, that's good for her. She Thank found God. out. Thank All God. Right. I'm just going to go to the game that I just went and covered. Uh, Caden Cott had 139 yard, 139 rushing yards on 10 carries with a touchdown and a two-point conversion. On top of that, he became the 16th player in Manistee history to rush for over 1,000 yards. Nice. Very 16. Oh, it's a good it's pick. A I feel like this, this could be another week where we're putting all three 
into the Hall of Fame. We've just been doing that lately. It's playoffs. Like, what do you expect? It's playoffs. You know, I think, why not? It's playoffs. All right, James, before you give us your uh, prediction or your nomination for uh, the Get Around Hall of Fame, we do have, we know who's going to be in the studio, uh, Gavin Merchant. So I got that one right. James, you got that one right mm-hmm. in your prediction. Oh, uh, and then none of us guessed uh, the other one, James Pearson. No. So uh, we'll We're make sure to give them some uh, thank yous uh, at the end of the show. Uh, but your nomination for the Get Around Hall of Fame, James. Yeah, I'm going to go with an offensive lineman from Charlevoix. Uh, Hunter Lemoran, he's their center. Uh, game was just played in horrible, horrible conditions with, you know, lots of rain, muddy, and, you know, Charlevoix plays out of the shotgun. And Don Jess, after the game, was saying, you know, we, you know, we, we thought about that we might have to just play under center. and We, we don't ever do that. But uh, Lemoran didn't have a bad snap all night playing center. Um, and uh, Charlevoix didn't fumble at all either the whole game. So... Uh, Pretty good all around for Charlevoix playing in those kind of conditions, but for Lemoran especially having to snap that ball every play. Yeah, and that's I, I love that James, given that kind of uh, recognition to a often overlooked part of the game. Yes, because people take the snap for granted a lot, and it's not always the easiest thing to do, especially when you've got a ball covered in mud and rain. Mm-hmm. So we saw I, how that changed the Patriot game. Well, I uh, think a, you know, that a bad snap almost. I, Put Central right back in the Patriot game. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we do it again this week just uh, since it's Halloween. Let's hand out some Halloween candy to the to the kids and hand out uh, some uh, inductions into the Get Around Hall of Fame to all three of them. So congratulations to Mesick's Kyle Redman, uh, not only on your regional uh, cross-country championship, but also your induction into the Get Around Hall of Fame. Boy, congratulations you. to Manistee's Caden Cott, and congratulations to Charlevoix's Hunter Lemonrand. You are all inducted into the Get Around Hall of Fame, the most exclusive club in northern Michigan. Nice. All right, let us wrap up the show now with our happy endings. And no, we're not doing this for the second time. <laughs> kind of. We didn't already do this once, no. and someone uh, didn't record the first time that we did it. It happens. <laughs> yep. This is the first time it actually happened. Yep, that Live was me. Never learn, bro. That was Live me. Learn. Well, I put it on pause, and then I thought if I just hit record again, it would start recording, mm. and then that uh, was oh. not the case. No. So, uh, yeah. but I uh, guess what? Again, I dude. get to talk about it again. Love it. Uh, I am. I haven't uh, brought it up in a couple of weeks in the podcast, but I have to talk a, a little professional wrestling here. Uh, AEW's uh, Collision on Saturday featured a main event that was an instant classic uh, between. MJF and Kenny Omega, a, a beautiful match, uh, 33 minutes between two of my favorite wrestlers right now. Uh, I, I got to watch that after a very long day of work. And once I had once I had finished work, I didn't get to watch it live because uh, it was it was on while I while I had to work, and so I stayed off of Twitter, that all of that. I was you. not on the internet during that because right. I didn't want to I didn't want to see a clip. I didn't want anything spoiled. Nothing like that. So when I was done, uh, popped up the recording, watched that, and just had a wonderful, wonderful time watching some incredible, incredible pro- professional wrestling. It was so good that I went to sleep happy. I woke up happy, which isn't always a doesn't. I'm not much of a morning person, uh, yeah, but right. I woke up thinking about that match and went, "This was." One of my favorite matches I've ever seen, and I can't wait until those two wrestle again. So that's what made me happy this week. Jordan, what made you happy? Yeah, um, I was just obviously before we. Uh, yeah, tell us again. I can't believe that I screwed yeah, um, that up. You, uh, I uh, honestly, big thanks to you because last week you were like, hey, what game do you want to cover? It's like, 
Manistee, because why not? It actually planned out well, got to meet up with someone, and we. she's kind of from Lutonton, so it's 30 minutes away from Manistee. Showed me around Manistee for, before I showed up and drove through the entire rainstorm before I hit Manistee. Um, did that. And then after that, after from Manistee, I drove all the way down to Birmingham, which is about three and three hours and forty minute drive. So I didn't get get to Birmingham, which is where my family's from, till three thirty in the morning. Woke up at eight right after that to go to Pittsburgh, which sat through more rain. Uh, just although my team did not win, it's okay. Still not, we're still in it. We're still in it. Still in wild card. But uh, sat through a rainstorm with in Pittsburgh. First went second rain game in my entire life, which was fun. Had my sleeves rolled up, felt like a true Pittsburghies. I guess that's the, the way they call themselves Pit- Pittsburghies. Huh? I think it's a Pittsburgher. Pittsburghers. Pittsburghies. Yeah. I spoke Pittsburghies while becoming oh, okay. a Pittsburgher. There we go. I a little brain fart. <laughs> yes, I did have some y- oh, Yingling. There we go. Yeah, I am not. I I'm more of a Yingling guy, not an Iron City guy. It's just my beard. My again. Responsibly, legally and responsibly. There yes. we go. But that's my choose. choice and preference. Yes. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, and after that, drove home, went to Birmingham, woke up at eight o'clock, drove to Lockington, gotta check out Pentwater. I will say, wow, that explains a lot. Best I know city, why you love it, or best little I village, little town, it. gorgeous. Can't wait to retire. And there. I would be remiss if I didn't wrap this up for the first time ever in my driving life since I got my license at fifteen. I paid three dollars and three cents for gas. Oh, that's right, yeah. For the first time ever in my life, since I got my license, almost since when I was 15. It's crazy. Do you want James and James and I have seen gas when it was under a dollar. Trust me, I my friend who I was with it's, was telling a, me, that's a thing. this is nothing. I'm like, for someone who's not from here and didn't grow up here, this is, like, uh, unreal. Like, this is something out of, I don't even know how to describe it to people back home, because there's six bucks back home, so... Two dollars above the national average. Crazy <laughs> yeah, out there, yeah. James. What made you happy this past week, or what's going to make you well, happy well, tonight? I'm, uh, I'm hoping the Detroit Lions make me happy tonight. But <clears throat> uh, on Sunday afternoon, with no Lions game, um, we had uh, some friends over from uh, the Northern Michigan Homebrewers Guild um, that uh, that I'm part of, and we just had a whole bunch of people over. We tried some of each other's beers that they had made. Um, we made a mead. What's a mead, by the way? What, what what classifies something as a meat meat is a, meat is made a... with honey not grain. Oh, okay. Um usually so it's in... a little sweeter. Yeah, it's like what the Vikings drank. Okay. Simply, I guess. Um butterbeer from Harry Potter. Sort of, but oh. no butter. Yes. Uh <laughs> and so it's usually a higher ABV than than beer because uh I don't know if you want to get into the whole things of how to make beer or not. I was, like, but is, is ale the is different than meat as well? Is that also are you, you can call it? You could call it ale if you wanted to. Okay. Most commonly, ales or beers. Okay. Um, so it's basically just uh, honey and water and whatever you want to add to it, and then yeast. The yeast consumes the honey. Ever clear. Sort of. So I can yeah. do that. Like I if can, this turns out the way I think it's going to. Absinthe. Yeah. Like if this turns out the way I think it's going to be. It's going to be about thirteen percent. Oh my. ABV. Oh boy. Um, so that'll knock you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'll put you on your butt. Mhm. And should be should be sweet as well. I okay. Mean, so dangerous. But, yeah. Okay. Again, legal and responsible people. Yes. All right. Yes. 100%. It's home brewing, so we'll consume it at home. Yes. Right. Well, uh, sometimes is something as simple as a 
a, a nice Sunday afternoon will make you happy. So that's yep. Send some friends over, chit chat, nice. okay, all that. Well, that will wrap up episode 263 of the Get Around podcast. Uh, thank you guys. A lot covered in this show. I mean, we had a question of the week. We had a horror movie villain draft. We played the area code game. We talked football playoffs twice. A little uh, other postseason talk. Uh, lots of good stuff on this show. So uh, thank you. And thanks again to Kingsley's uh, Gavin Merchant and James Pearson for joining us in the Get Around podcast studio. For James, for Jordan. I've been your host, Brendan Queeley. Episode 263 of The Get Around is in the books.